Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for September 22nd, 2020. Uh, Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And also don't forget to check out my other podcast, which is the big topic in women's MMA. Uh, That's where uh, Schwann Humes and I take a real deep dive into uh, happenings in women's MMA. Uh, go into much more depth than you'll hear on this podcast. And uh, we're going to be doing another one on Thursday, okay? So, and, and, and on that podcast, I should say we're going to be looking not only at the UFC fights, but also the Invicta show, which uh, I'm not going to look at here. Okay, so let's uh, start off with uh, Saturday's UFC show, where there were three matches on the show. The first one is um, Mackenzie Dern versus Randa Marcos. Uh, and this is at strawweight. McKenzie is a BJJ whiz with subpar striking. She is now training uh, with Chris Cyborg's coach, Jason Perillo, and that's at King's MMA in uh, Huntington Beach, California. Randa is from Windsor. She trains at Michigan Top Team in Dearborn, Michigan. Uh, her coach there is uh, a former UFC, and uh, I guess he's working for various companies now, uh, Darren Crookshank. So she's a wrestler with subpar striking, and she also makes a lot of mistakes. So she has alternated wins and losses since she was in Tough 20, okay? So after McKenzie slips, Randa jumps into her guard, which was a huge mistake. Holy mackerel. Randa tries to posture up, but McKenzie is very active from the bottom. She goes for an arm bar, but her foot is trapped. McKenzie lands strikes to distract Randa, and that gets her foot loose, and then the armbar submission. So, you know, I think the jury is still out on McKenzie because I need to see if her striking has improved, and I knew I wasn't going to see that in this fight. However, I'm hopeful that um, Perillo can help her with that. Uh, Her next opponent, Angela Hill might be interesting, okay, because she's somebody who could strike. Uh, I don't... I wouldn't put her against somebody. There's not much room in the elite part of that division right now. So I don't think that... Uh, I think Schwann's going to suggest Michelle Watterson, but I think Angela Hill might be a more appropriate opponent at this point. Okay. Second fight on this show is uh, Myra Bueno Silva versus Mara Romero Barella. That's a mouthful. And that is at flyweight. Uh, Myra is from... Sao Paulo, Brazil. She was in the Brazilian Contender Series. She is one and one in the UFC. Uh, she has had two knee surgeries. Her ground skills are good. She has subpar striking. Mara is from Italy. She trains an American top team in Florida. She is on a three-fight losing streak. She has not looked good. So Mara scores a takedown. She needs to be very careful with someone as good on the ground as Myra. Myra uh, sets up a triangle but her right hand is trapped. Once she gets that loose, she gets the submission with an arm bar. And, you know, Mara's lack of awareness was shocking. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she was released. Uh, Mara looks to be on the comeback trail. By the way, that uh, is Gilbert Burns translating her interview. Uh, Mara's girlfriend, Gloria DePaula, will be on Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series in November. Okay, and the third fight, uh, we have uh, Jessica Rose Clark versus Sarah Alpar. This fight is at Bantamweight. Jessica is from Australia. She trains at Combat Sports Academy 
in Dublin, California with Kieran Fitzgibbon. This is her second fight at bantamweight after several years at flyweight. She is mainly a striker. She had foot surgery a while ago. Uh, Sarah looked good on Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series last year. She is mainly a wrestler. This was her UFC debut. Uh, It had been a while since I had seen her, but there was talk at the time that uh, dropping to flyweight could improve her quickness. Um, Obviously, Fitzgibbon had Jessica work on her takedown defense, and that is really what won her this fight. Sarah kept trying to for takedowns, and she couldn't get one. Uh, once she got t- tired, maybe she needed to do something different. Uh, in round three, Jessica lands a knee that busts Sarah open. Ref Chris Toyoni thinks it might have been illegal. After replay is checked, it is found to be legal. Now, unlike other places... The fight is not over after replay is checked in Nevada. If you watch the commentary here, that's all they're talking about, okay? Why isn't the fight stopped? It's because in Nevada, uh, that's not what they do. So obviously, they don't, I don't think anyone knew that. I sure as hell didn't. Anyways, Toyoni asked Sarah if she wants to continue. Well, that was, his, that was his mistake. I mean, fighters will always want to continue, but really, the fight should have been stopped. I mean, she was busted up pretty bad. And so his job is to protect the fighter, and he didn't do that. But eventually, Jessica won by TKO. Just the, the additional time of, of Jessica beating up Sarah was just unnecessary. Again, I thought Fitzgibbon gave Jessica a really great game plan, and I still would like to see Sarah drop to flyweight. To me, she doesn't look in shape, okay? Like, this is why fighters run out of gas. They're not in shape. And she needs to learn how to use striking to set up her takedowns. Um, After the show, Dana White said he wants uh, Nevada to change their replay rule. He's got Mark Ratner on that case, okay? So all three of those videos are up on the blog. Now, last night we had, uh, on Raw, we had... Asuka versus Peyton Royce, okay? So, uh, after last week's screwed-up finish, Zelina Vega versus Mickey James was for a title shot this Sunday. They decided to stick to their plan and give Zelina the win, which I disagree with. I think they should have changed it, okay? I think that's what fans wanted them to do, okay? But they can be so stupid sometimes, right? So if you watch that match, the big so if you watched uh, that match, then the big problem is though Zelina is a fully trained wrestler. She isn't any good at it. You know, I've been familiar with her for several years, and she doesn't look any good any better today than when she was in TNA a few years back. And she just she just lacks the attention to detail, and I don't think she she practices enough. I mean, I mean that's the reason she mostly is talking is because she isn't any good at wrestling, okay? Even though she is completely trained, right? So they do Asuka versus Peyton, all right? And they did the backstage segment where Asuka goes to, says to uh, Peyton and Billy Kay, are you two still friends? Because, of course, now they're forced to split up. But anyway, Asuka versus Peyton could be a very good match, but they decided to have Zelina interfere and Peyton got DQ'd. Or I guess they made it a no contest or something. I don't know what the hell they did. It doesn't matter. 
Zelina flew the coop once Asuka was going to beat the crap out of her. Asuka will do that on Sunday on the, what they call the, uh, uh, I guess it's the pre-show or I don't know, whatever they call it. And one last thing. Can someone explain why the Iconics were split up? I don't really understand it. Okay. Anyway, uh, this weekend, this Sunday, we have the uh, Clash of the Champions show. And as I've already mentioned, uh, we'll have that uh, match on the, uh, uh, the pre-show. And I expect Asuka to win. There's no way Zelina Vega can beat her. Um, it, just no way. Now, uh, I've been asked to comment on uh, the retribution angle, especially after last night. And I guess they screwed it up. You know, I was willing to give them a chance you know, to do, to see what they were going to do with it. But they made a big mistake last night. What they did is they announced that the main members of Retribution are all under WWE contract. And that just totally defeats the purpose of the whole angle where they're talking about how, you know, they weren't given a chance and all that kind of stuff there. So, you know, I, I, the general impression I'm getting is they're going to turn this into a Survivor Series match. And if, I mean, if that's all they care about, why do it? Okay. It's just to, 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 you know, to have them as outsiders invading is one thing. To have them invade and then you sign them to contracts is just dopey. It just, makes absolutely no sense whatsoever and you know look we already know who's under the masks right so it's been pretty much ruined right but the the key thing to me was the 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 whole thing with the um the uh uh signing having saying that they're signed a contract that's just what they're what why would you announce that Totally screws up the angle. All right, we have uh, this Saturday, we have a UFC show. We have one women's fight on the show that uh, we're going to talk about. It's uh, uh, Ketlin Vieira versus um, uh, Sajari Eubanks. It was supposed to be uh, Marion Renault, and uh, she pulled out, and so Sajari is coming in. Like, she just fought a couple of weeks ago, so she's coming in on short notice. Um, Ketlin is a tough opponent for, um, for Sajara. And Ketlin is, of course, from uh, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. She trains at the famed uh, Nova Uniao with uh, Andre Dudu Pederneiras. And, um, I mean, she's, she's a really good fighter. Um, now, she had knee surgery uh, in 2018, and she came back last year, and she got uh, suffered her first loss against um, Irene Aldana. She uh, got knocked out. And uh, she, uh, Ketlin has said in an interview, said in an interview, I just read it today, she said that, um, you know, she was, the, the problem with that fight is she was beating up uh, Irene and her mistake was not taking it to the ground. She got, you know, she got over, overzealous and, you know, she kind of let her guard down because she thought she was beating her up and uh, Irene you know, scored that one punch knockout, something she had never done in her entire career. So uh, to a certain extent, it was kind of a fluke win. And, 
It cost Ketlin because obviously if she wins that fight, she's fighting Holly Holm in a couple of weeks, right? So um, she, you know, acknowledged that it was a big mistake, but that eventually, you know, sometimes when you have a loss like that, it's how you react to it afterwards. And if she can come back and get a big win uh, on Saturday, uh, that'll um, get her back into the uh, title picture. You know, she's she's a tough she's a tough girl. I mean, she. Uh, um, She's a pretty decent striker, but uh, she she has the sense to know how to use her striking to get to the ground game, and she can do things on the ground. Sajara, uh, like Sajara, just fought Julia Vila a couple of weeks ago, and Julia has just doesn't have those kind of skills on the ground, and that's why Sajara took her there. Okay, but that's not going to work with Ketlin. So I think. Um, um, you know, Ketlin should be the favorite in this. I just think she's... Uh, uh, but you never know, right? I mean, we didn't think that uh, Sajara would, uh, would, beat, uh, um, would beat Julia. But obviously, she's been working on her ground game. And like I said, I credit that a lot. Credit a lot of that to uh, um, Claudia Gadelia. Somebody that Ketlin Vieira knows quite well, by the way. As they used to train together at Nova Unia. And, you know, uh, that the, I'm sure uh, Claudia, over the last few days, has been giving Sajara plenty of tips about how to deal with, with Ketlin. But uh, she's a tough, she's a tough uh, customer. So uh, I expect Ketlin to win. Should be, should be a pretty good match, though. Anyways, that's about it for today. Again, don't forget to check out my blog for those videos. There's four new ones up there, frankp316.blogspot.com. And as I mentioned before, also check out my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. I'll be doing another one on Thursday. If you have any questions or comments for my blog or either of my podcasts, you can leave them in Anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights. We'll talk to you later.